Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the first, what is this, a, a tasty morsel? It's definitely not a uh, delicious scrap from the table, it's more than that. Woof, woof. It's bonus content, Boko. Boko, oh my god, we're doing so much Boko this week. Finale week, Boko. And do you want to tell us about the Boko? Well, he's filthy, he's nasty, but then actually he's like just like a nice normal guy. It's your favourite Fascist. He's a nativist, integralist fuckhead. It is Mencken, motherfuckers! Justin Kirk, a.k.a. Jared Mencken. You've been a long-time fan. Long-time fan, first-time talker. I saw him, I went with my friend when I was still in high school to see the film Love, Valor, Compassion, which was like art house film, and I felt like this art house film teenager cool kid. And I remembered him from that. And then he was in the Mike Nichols version of Angels in America, starring Meryl Streep, starring Al Pacino, starring Emma Thompson, and Justin Kirk. And Justin Kirk stole the show. Stole the show, stole the election, stole our hearts. Oh my God. He really did. He had it already and he just cuddled it. Here's your Boko with Hocus Pocus, Jared Menken, a.k.a. Actor Justin Kirk. Do you not feel it's going so fucking well for you? Life? Yeah. Well, I don't know about your personal life. I would love to ask, but Jeff would get annoyed if I did that. I don't mean to uh, peek behind the curtain, but have you guys watched episode nine? Yeah. We've seen nine. But we haven't seen the finale. I have not yet seen episode nine. I know what we did, but I don't know what 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 survived, what made it into the edit. Right. Because, you know, uh, not to tell more tales out of school, but uh, because, you know, I did stuff for the Wake episode, episode four. We spent the whole Wake waiting for you to turn up because I I think there's a bit in the trailer. There's a lot in the trailer uh, from what we shot. And then Marsha comes in and says, hey, Secret Service is here. So you think I'm coming? And I'm watching it with my friend Sherry as we do. And then the credits rolled. (laughs) Oh, so, you know. So at the time it was traumatic, but I gotta say now where we are in the season, I think it might have been the right move. You sort of, uh, you wait, you wait a little, you build the suspense. Delayed gratification is what it is. <laughs> my, yeah. my father is a, a man of taste. I said, Dad, guess what I'm getting to do tomorrow night? Justin Kirk. 
My my eighty year old father is very impressed, and he was saying he's never seen someone play menacing so charismatically before. And I was mm. wondering, does your ability to turn that on, you seem like a lovely person. Does it make you think that maybe like deep down under everything, you're like possibly a psychopath? I may be turning on the lovely person thing that you're feeling. And in fact, oh, that's what you the do. reality is menace and, and terror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, that is quite disturbing. I'm yeah, feeling I felt chills scared. I felt scared when you just said that to me. Yeah, I was in character <laughs> for five seconds. Uh, is, is, is there a thing, though, when, <laughs> when you get cast for a part of this, that you do find yourself asking, is there something inherently evil about me? Is there a whiff of the night about me that casting directors are, right. are perceiving? I will say, in recent years, I do, there does seem to have been a niche of rich dicks. I get these sort of, like... Uh, Urban wealthy assholes. Uh, as I don't know how much uh, Jared Bagan fits into that, but uh, yeah, look, I'm thrilled if anyone thinks I'm terrible or whatever they want to think. Because part of me does think I'm talking to this terrifying fascist president elect. This is the weird thing about succession. It turns people like us, serious figures, into these obsessives like we're soap opera fans who can't quite separate you from the character. Right. Well, we contain multitudes. Yeah, it's not, nothing's ever made me feel quite so nerdy as succession. Isn't it weird? It does seem to be a unique phenomenon. What do you think? What way. do you put that off on? It's a great question because it does seem to be uh, unique in the in the annals of television in that way and in the way that uh, the world has responded to it. This level of fandom you associate with people going to Comic-Con dressed as the characters, it's almost right. always science fiction or fantasy. <laughs> right. Or shows where the stakes are, you know, someone's going to get their head cut off. Whereas the stakes in this one is just like, which rich child is, <laughs> yeah, is going yeah, to yeah. take over the company? It doesn't seem like it should be something that hits us so hard, and yet it does. Mm. Right, like all the other big finales are like, is Tony going to die? Is Walter White going to die? <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe there will be a mass murder in episode 10. Oh we can God. we can only hope. Because of the fascist uprising that Mencken has unleashed. I think you probably know at least as much as I do since, since you've seen one more episode than I have. And that's the fun part about being a guest on Succession is you only get your scripts. So I actually know very little. And, and you made yourself a fan because you hadn't previously watched the show. Then when you were up for the part, you thought, well, I'd, I'd better get into this. And you found yourself binge watching I'm it. I'm embarrassed to admit. Yeah, I knew. So I, so I want to know what, what is wrong with you? Everyone was talking about this show. It does what, why were you holding out against it? Are you one of those people? I might have had a little bit of that. I did wait till COVID to watch Game of Thrones. So, so maybe that was the case. But yeah, I remember my friend telling me like, why don't you, you know, are you watching? And I was like, maybe, maybe I don't, I don't have to. And then, so <laughs> then the offer came in and I was like, oh shit, I knew enough to know I better check into this. And then I watched the whole thing in, you know, in a week. So, so what, what are you doing with your time then? If you're not just watching TV, I mean, this is, this is what we oh, always I wonder. Like, what you- I am. I don't know how I had somehow missed it. Because believe me, there's plenty of television in my life. <laughs> but it's one of these things that everybody was talking about, and especially, yeah, I, I yeah. guess, in, in your oh, world. I get it. I was fucking behind the good. ball. Good. Justin, I'm glad to see you come, come down on him in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it's... Uh, anyway. No, no, no. What were you going to say? 
Probably nothing. Oh, but what if it was like the big? I think I think I realized. I think it was. I think I realized there was. I think I realized there was nothing coming out. You take a breath. You're on a podcast, and then you realize you really have nothing to offer as a person. Oh my god, you poor thing on a podcast. This guy's a fucking Emmy nomination, and now he's on talking to us in a loft. Please, this is a very fancy pod, and you know it. Do you think we're classy? You have a great combo of class. And sass. And that the class is entirely an illusion due to my British accent. Yeah. Use what you've got. <laughs> um, in terms of the backstory that you were given, what, if anything, mm. do you know about why Jared is spelled in such a douchebaggy way? <laughs> the answer is I don't know anything about that. And it does make you wonder about his parents, right? Yes. Maybe he comes from a real trashy background. Well, that, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Because it's either people who've heard a name but don't know how to spell it or people who want to put their own individual spin no, on I a think name. No, I think it's the latter. I yeah. think it's the latter. Like yeah. maybe these really liberal parents who are like, we're Jared this way and his fascism is down, fascism to, is down to having some like overly liberal parents. Family ties. And Michael J. Fox. So I'm really the Alex P. Keaton of uh, of our generation, sort of. That would be a funnier way to say it. Yeah. Do you feel at all like you're the party pooper in that we get to enjoy the Roys and not really think about the damage they're doing to society? And Jared Menken is is the device that forces us to look at that. It rubs our nose in it. It did seem to be the thing that reminded people, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you watch you watch the whole time and you think oh these people are this and that and then in the last episode you see them anoint a fascist president and you're like oh right maybe it's real life consequences i might ru- i might actually run if i you know don't get a good acting job for a while after this have you had a good reaction from fascists <laughs> i am waiting I'm not on any social media, uh, so I might be hard to find, but I am waiting for my invite from the Proud Boys just to come and speak at a rally, oh at least. Oh, God. I know you're not on social media because, of course, we, we tried to, like, stalk you on social media in advance yeah. of this interview. I like to float around and look at social media. Uh-huh. But if I was actually on it, I think I'd be, like, picking fights with people a lot. Like, I, I, I fantasize sometimes I'll read somebody's tweet and i'll be like oh i know what i'd say to that jerk (laughs) if you did that like that's so much bad energy and so thank god i've avoided that i don't need to be yammering on any more than (laughs) than i get to do at work something something i've heard about younger actors is there's an amount of pressure on the the showrunners from the networks to look at how many followers they've got i've heard that too didn't someone say the other day they lost a part because they didn't have enough instagram followers or something Maybe that's true if you're an attractive 20-year-old, uh, but I don't see there's, there would be a world in which if I had Instagram, I'd be more likely to uh, get a particular job. It's like, you know, when people say it's not the headshots. Like, if I could just get some new headshots, everything <laughs> would change for me. If I could get 20,000 Instagram followers, everything would change. Well, it's gonna... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is the case. Uh, but uh, anyway, on we go. Um. The episode that you did where, where you're sort of selected and anointed as the Republican candidate at that conference. Right. How long, how many days of shooting is an episode like that? Well, the uh, uh, beauty of an HBO show is, is they have lots of money. So uh, each episode takes a lot longer than your standard TV show. I, I feel like they shoot for two weeks and then they let them just have another week. So uh, that's a long time is the answer. And I don't but, have so the it's, it's, it's weeks, just... not days. 
for a one hour episode of of hbo absolutely yeah weeks and and on that um so much of that episode hinged around whatever that click whatever that chemistry was with you and kieran mm. how, how much time do you get to work? <laughs> how are you working out what that will be in advance before takes to be honest none i think that that added to it uh because it was my first COVID job and uh, the protocols at the time were such that you're wrapped up even during rehearsal, you're you're in mask and about. So the bathroom scene was the first thing that we did, and uh, camera was rolling, and it was just such an exciting like thing to be speaking to somebody. <laughs> and how how um how explicit was the homoeroticism of that scene and the conversations you were having with Jesse and mm. Kieran and and Andre, the the you director? Know, I can't remember. I it's possible that they came over and said, "Hey." jack up the sex uh, but i but it, but it might have just been uh karen and my natural uh insane chemistry who knows oh my god you know there's fan fiction out there but, but it might I, I honestly can't remember i have thought of that i if they came over at one point and said like maybe maybe it's something sexual seriously there is fan fiction out there i'm glad to hear that I Would feel like Justin is avoiding when you keep saying that. And you're like, no, no, no. I have oh, no, no, Justin, not at all. There's you, fan fiction, me? man. It's I'm very... Thrilled. I don't think of myself as having... Let's just get into it. I don't think of myself as yeah. having a guy-on-guy fixation necessarily, but you two right. guys in those roles. Wow. We're good for, we're good for all uh, proclivities, yeah. I really think you you transcended something for so many of us. <laughs> sexually. I can't tell you. Uh, I'm just delighted that anyone thinks that. Did it scare the shit out of you? Or are you like, nah, I've like had to do this with Emma Thompson and Pacino and Meryl Streep, so I'm fine. It's funny that you say that. That's where I, I went through the fire, I think, because mm. it was that every day on Angels in America for over a year, and that's 20 years ago, that was overwhelming to say the least. And so I made a deal with myself, and actually it seemed to happen that uh, I would never again be intimidated by material or coworkers. And, uh, you know, at this point, you just go and if you look and it's somebody famous or somebody that, who you know, who you've liked in something before, it's like, cool, let's do this. So no, no <laughs> Brian Cox intimidation. You were like, fine. It was exciting to, I think the very first interaction I had with him was the one where I walk into the room and hand him the can of Coke. Uh, and that was, it was thrilling to... But it, it was just fun to look at his face and have him looking back at you and say the words, and it's super fun. Do you remember what he smelled like? Sarah's obsessed with what he smells <laughs> like. Well, yeah, as you should be. Smell is a very uh, important... It was a r- room full of all the Roys and a Wamsgans, so oh, okay. uh, this, the smells were probably mixing. It just it combines into, like, mo- you know, money, <laughs> like the finest yeah. of colognes and perfumes. Yeah. But, you know, a, fil- a film set has a lot of other smells. Uh, sure, I forget that because I'm not competing. an actor. But, right, there's all this other stuff going on. You're kind of an actor. Thank you so much. My parents paid for me to be educated in that way. But it turns out I wasn't yeah. great. And it's a competitive business. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think if I'd been cuter, I would have turned to sex work very quickly, which would have been fine. But, like, it was very clear that it was not going to happen <laughs> Re- like within months it was clear i say uh, with all respect it's not too late 
<laughs> sorry, Jeff. Sorry. I, 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 as your husband, I, I probably that's probably not something. I you, chose you to hear that it wasn't too late for her to re- resume the acting career. <laughs> You're like, we've got two. Oh, that's what, of course, that's what I meant. What does my wife need as she inches into her middle forties <laughs> to follow her dreams? Um, but it all it all happened for you so quickly, you know. But this is the thing: is that you've got it, and then these people who get it because you you worked like straight out of acting school. You got you were on Broadway by like ninety three or something like that, right? <laughs> I I did like I made enough money to live for ten years in New York, you know, yeah. and I was lucky enough to get uh, in the the occasional long run of a play. Uh, so when it closed, you could go on the dole for you know three months while you looked for the next one and. But I wasn't like getting any million dollar commercials or anything. It was a uh, it was it was a modest uh, life, and uh, it was it was a good life. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, Sarah, you've got an opportunity here to ask Justin about that bald guy with the beard who's one of Mencken's political advisors that you've been fixated on. Oh. He's fucking hot. My What's assistant. his story? Uh, and he looks liberal. He's the nicest guy. And uh, it's funny, as we were leaving, we were about to take the elevator down and he started to say his goodbyes because we had had a great time for a couple episodes. And uh, I was like, I'll t- I'll, we're taking the van back. I'll see you then. And then they separated us. And I never saw him again. Yeah, I was interested in him because I thought he had liberal face like if i may and i think this is a criticism but i've been very nice to you so maybe i've earned this this moment your your work you mm. work for me as a fascist i can see it i'm in it i'm with it and then this little guy shows up and i'm like oh, what the fuck is he doing right. here he should be like knocking on doors for some lefty he was in four as well episode four so that's when we first met when we first oh, came in and uh, interacted cut. with the gang so well you know he didn't make the cut poor guy do you think there's such a thing as conservative face, or has Sarah invented this? Uh, I'm glad to hear it because that means you're saying I look like a like a sexy Fox News blonde lady. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I meant. I'll take um, that. I don't want to be some squishy left face. Yeah, no, no. You got angular conservative <laughs> face. <laughs> Dope. 
cheekbones. Can, can I ask you about the funeral? So Menken mm. seems to turn on Roman because he's a, a crybaby. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that made it in. Yeah. and, and glad that made it in. Was it hard to hit that in, in a way that felt authentic? I'm so glad you asked me that. Um, all the horrible things Menken said was super fun for me to do as an actor and say all these disgusting, vile things. But having to be an asshole to Kieran was tough. I don't know what made it in, but I remember there was stuff that uh, I'm a real fucking dick to him. And I was like, mm, that's not nice. And you get to be nice to uh, Alexander Skarsgård. He's an awfully nice guy. And, uh, you know, so unattractive. Because uh, you, you're a handsome. It's not like me. So I, I, you know, the, the picture of the different stages of evolution from, <laughs> from, the, from a monkey through a Neanderthal <laughs> to a human. I yeah, feel that yeah. me and Alexander Skarsgård aren't even on the same charts there. Whereas you were a, a handsome man. But I, is it still, does it still feel like talking to a demigod? <laughs> he's he, and he's very tall, so it is like that, like that chart where it goes, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, and, but somehow he plays it off and uh, and and puts you at ease. And he's genuinely likable. You're not just saying that. No, he really is. Yeah, he's a super nice, a <clears throat> nice guy. Um, before we let you go, we've got to circle back. Who is? Did you say that you okay. watch? You always watch with Sherry. Was that her name? That's right. Who's Sherry? Tell us all about her. She's. <laughs> Uh, I thought Jeff told you not to do this sort of thing. Look, I don't know what I'm asking. Right. Who is she? Yeah. So I'm really you I'm, don't I'm know. pressing on the gas very lightly in my defense. And he's batting it away effortlessly. But he said her name and he went, <laughs> as I do. So I went, oh, this part of his ritual That's is true. Sherry. No, it's we, their tradition. Well, we ha- yeah, we have been. We have been watching uh, all the successions together, at least the ones I appear in. Just because I need emotional support during those times. Hmm. You see, this is this is. He doesn't it's, look. It's not. It's easy for him to play a politician <laughs> mm-hmm, because he can close mm-hmm. down a question like that with ease. I'm not going to push. But did okay. You, did you um? Did you keep any um? Menken campaign memorabilia? Have you got any buttons? Have you got any no, posters? I, I should have. It's funny. The the very first thing we did before I went to New York is uh, I got a call from the production office and they were like. We need to shoot some campaign shots, and we need them pretty quick. Do you mind if we do it at your house? <laughs> I was like, sure, send them over. But I didn't. No, I didn't get to keep any uh, placards or anything. I should have or Menken yeah. yeah. button. Just get them off eBay now because I saw them. They were all over the place. <laughs> and I know this airs after nine. The rally, right? There's people. There, there's where the, the protests where mm-hmm. there's people. And uh, I didn't work that night, but the ads sent me a picture <laughs> of my face. On a on like a sign where people were like "fuck this guy," and so that was fun. Someone... If you were on social media, that could be a profile picture. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. That would be my offy. Yeah. See, I know the words. Wasn't he a normal? Yes, he was a normal. Like in a good way, not a bad way. Like a good old normal. Yes. And there's a difference between performing normality and true normality and that felt unperformed but he's an amazing actor so maybe he is actually a psychopath and he just convinced us we'll be back with more Boko tomorrow between now and then it'll be the Firecrutch and Normcore live show at the Soho Theatre in London we're looking forward to seeing you if you come into that tonight yes although I've said to Jeff already I'm, I'm very very strict about schedules like my boundaries are very time related so we'll, the show will be from 7.15 to 8.15 
We would then love to hang in the bar. I mean, you might not want to, but like if you do want to, I would like to from 8.15, but only until 9.15, at which point I have booked a taxi <laughs> because Jeff has to get home and edit and I have to get home and, and read a lot of emails in advance of recording your sprinkles on time. And speaking of your boco for tomorrow. Are we revealing the boco? Yep. Here's what I think about this boco. I'll, t- I'll tell you who it is and then I'll tell you. I'll tell you my feelings. The boco tomorrow is... Jeff's number one enemy, Rava Roy. (laughs) We're talking to Rava, Natalie Gold. I think it's possible, and I know this makes me look weird and like a stalker, but I'm just trying to be truthful. I think it's very possible that the next time I go to New York City, Natalie Gold and I get a coffee together. You're going to star fuck her. I am going to star fuck her. I'll abandon my friends who I never see anyway. (laughs) I'm leaving them all behind for Natalie Gold. I think we're going to get a little coffee. I think I think the connection was very real. And I thought she was so um, kind with you in terms of, of talking through your hatred of Rava Oh yeah, Natalie. Oh, yeah. Sarah made me get into it. So that is your Boko tomorrow. Boko. Boko in power. I'm trying to say go forth in power, but it doesn't quite work. <laughs> Boko. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.